0: Looking at the global website, this story showed up yesterday for the first time. Will Canadian MPs visit Taiwan? Significant reflections going on. Trudeau, that was the story yesterday. Uh, We're talking about, of course, a potential visit by Canadian MPs to Taiwan in the wake of a a visit by Speaker Pelosi of the United States, House of Representatives, and there's a congressional delegation also heading uh, to Taiwan very soon. So should Canadians jump on that? uh canadian legislators jump on that train uh we asked the question this morning of margaret McQuaig johnson who is a member of the canada u.s commission on china and also a professor at the university of ottawa's grad school of public and international affairs and a good friend of this program margaret we've been chasing you for weeks good morning and welcome back <laughs>
1: Uh, Good to be back with you, Sterling.
0: It's good to have you with us. Now, uh, you uh, sent me a very brief note a moment or two ago saying that the Globe and Mail this morning is reporting that that uh, attempt by uh, Judy Scrow, who is a Toronto area Liberal MP, uh, trying to organize a parliamentary delegation to visit Taiwan as part of a greater trade mission to Asia, that Taiwan visit has been denied. Can you tell us more, please?
1: Well, she actually um, chairs two uh, parliamentary committees um, uh, and in both capacities had planned visits this fall to uh, Taiwan. Um, One is the International Trade Committee, and um, there had been a lot of discussion. They applied back uh, in the spring to go on as a delegation to discuss trade and investment issues. Uh, in Taiwan, and um, we're still waiting as of uh, several days ago. But as you say this morning, the Globe and Mail is reporting that that approval was denied. Mm. Um, when parliamentary committees like that um, uh, apply for permission to travel internationally, it has to be approved by a separate committee. It has to be approved by the WIPs, as they're called, of each Official party. Uh, these are senior parliamentarians who, are, who kind of keep uh, keep their own uh, party uh, MPs in line, and then it has to be voted on in the, the House of Commons to get authorization. Uh, so it seems that it that it was denied at this level of the whip. Right. So all we can assume is that likely the Liberal. Uh, with uh, has has stood in the way of this tr- trip because all the other parties were quite keen on it. The other committee that she chairs is the Canada Taiwan Friendship Group of Parliament, and that has 89 members of Parliament across all party lines, and they're still planning to go. And so, um, so th- we have to, uh, you know, think that that's going to be a, a positive step. Both. Uh, learning of how Canada and Taiwan have, can have closer trade and investment and cultural relations with Taiwan, and um, a, as well as um, just representing Canada. And uh, because you know, there are uh, there are other countries also wanting to to visit Taiwan. Mm-hmm. The UK, Japan, and Germany all uh, have have trips planned. Uh, for this fall. And it's just been announced uh, yesterday that the U.S. is uh, planning uh, trade negotiations and investment discussions with Taiwan. That's the U.S. government. That's not just a small parliamentary committee or a legislative committee. It's the U.S. government.
0: So they're way out ahead of the, of the Canadian government on that file.
1: Yeah, way out, way out ahead. Having said that, Mary Ing, our Minister of International Trade, has been doing a fantastic job in this area. Um, she announced with uh, her counterpart Minister Dung uh, of Taiwan back in January that there would be talks towards uh, a collaborative investment agreement between Canada and Taiwan. Now that was a virtual meeting; it wasn't an in-person meeting, uh, but but it, that's a major. Uh, Negotiations—that's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And in March, she had um, a bilateral meeting with uh, Minister Wang Mei Hua, who is a senior minister in the Taiwan government, and um, and this was to discuss trade, innovation, uh, collaboration between Canada and Taiwan. And uh, and so that's it, it, that's encouraging. And there had been a successful women-led virtual trade mission to Taiwan. So there's a lot going on. And, you know, the the direction that um, Canada seemed to be going in and that other countries are going in is closer economic and trade ties with Taiwan. So the fact that this um, committee, uh, the Trade Committee of Parliament, seems not to have had approval for their travel hmm. to Taiwan yeah. is... Uh, is a
0: mystery indeed so if this parliamentary friendship committee goes uh, forward with its visit its planned visit to taiwan sometime this fall margaret two questions one when would that be uh, roughly in the fall and two would you be on that flight as well
1: well i'm not a parliamentarian i know that but you are an advisor
0: to those people
1: yeah yeah um so I wouldn't expect to go uh, because it's members of Parliament who are members of this group, but um, but uh, uh, you know they haven't set a date. They're just saying sometime in the fall. Okay. Um, and they've also said that in advance of going, they would want a briefing by Global Affairs Canada on the opportunities of for their visit, but also the risks. And that raises some questions about the extent to which. Uh, concerns of China would be flagged and might put a damper on prospects of going. Right. Uh, So that too is a concern.
0: We are... um I'm sorry, I was just going to say what you were talking about risk and when it comes to Canada-China relations we are extremely risk averse. We almost come off as being essentially afraid to upset China and that of course puts us in a pretty delicate situation when it comes to Taiwan and any kind of visit, formal visit by legislators and you're talking about West Germany and other, or Germany rather and other countries uh, this is symbolic as much as anything else and it seems that there's even a reluctance to be symbolically supportive of Taiwan? Or am I misreading this?
1: No, I think you've read that uh, accurately. Um, these trips by the parliamentary friendship groups uh, to Taiwan and to other countries from time to time are normal. Um, the last one, though, was in 2014. And, of course, the pandemic uh, you know, stopped any prospect of travel such as that. Sure. But I think, you know, it, it, it would be perfectly natural to get those uh, such visits back on track. Um, but you're right. In the current context of the tensions between the U.S. and China, um, the Canadian government would be looking at that uh, carefully to see you know where is Canada coming out on it? And it's absolutely true that this government has been cautious. Um, I, I would go back to a statement earlier this year. Um, uh, Minister Melanie Jolie, Foreign Minister of Canada, uh, said that she was going to be going to Asia, and um, and would then be tabling Canada's new Indo-Pacific strategy that's been in the works for almost three years. Mm. Uh, that was an encouraging message back in February. Because of Ukraine, uh, that those that trip to Asia got delayed. Uh, she finally took it uh, months later. But then, instead of tabling the uh, Indo-Pacific strategy, um, nothing happened, and it seems to be delayed now till sometime in the fall. Uh, there's an Indo-Pacific advisory group that's been been uh, announced. My concern is that when she did go to Vietnam and Indonesia uh, back uh, in the spring, um, the day after she was in Vietnam, the foreign minister of China called the Vietnam foreign minister and laid it on the line that he should be, not be talking about Indo-Pacific strategies with anybody because those things are uh, divisive sorry, uh-huh. and, um, and, and are uh, 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 ganging up on China. And uh, no doubt the same message has been relayed to Global Affairs Canada and to Minister Jolie. So was that the reason that her tabling of the Indo-Pacific strategy was delayed? We don't know. Yeah. But uh, there's been no explanation for why it was suddenly delayed when she announced she was going to table it on her return from from that
0: trip. Indeed, Margaret, you've only got a minute left here and you mentioned Indonesia and I'm glad you did because I wanted to ask you about that as a final thought. Both Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping have decided to attend G20 in Indonesia, looking for some kind of showdown with Biden and other uh, G20 leaders. Uh, does that decision surprise you and what do you expect?
1: no uh they are putting pressure on uh on asian countries this is an asian forum um uh, uh as much as uh, g20 mm. and so uh they they are trying to uh rally from the losses that russia has suffered in ukraine and the embarrassment uh that china has suffered from the pelosi trip and then a subsequent uh visit by us uh legislators
0: right. from congress
1: so, so, you know, this is they're trying to rally and uh, and come back from those failures.
0: Interesting stuff. Margaret McQuaig-Johnson, I'm glad we found you. I'm also glad you had a wonderful summer vacation. Now that you're back to work, expect a, a few more calls from the folks on the West Coast to tap into your wonderful reserve of knowledge vis-a-vis Canada-China relations. Thanks so much again.
1: Always happy to be with you, Sterling. Uh, our pleasure.